You're listening to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Ryan and Kayla North, hosted by Chris Turner, a One Big Happy Home production. This podcast equips parents to empower their children and build healthy relationships throughout the home in order to see lasting change and thrive as a family. This is for families of all kinds, especially those who are parenting kids through adoption, foster care, kinship care, or in the process. This podcast is a trust-based, trauma-informed, connected parenting resource. To learn more, visit OneBigHappyHome.com. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining me once again are Ryan and Kayla North. Hi, guys. Hey, Chris. Hello, Christopher. See, I mixed it up again. I didn't say as always. <laughs> Gotta keep you on your toes. <laughs> but now you did. So well does it done, count? Sir. Well done, sir. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens next time. <laughs> Always. Pay attention. Never know. Never That's know right. what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I wonder if we have a, a really, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I'm trying to be polite because I am talking about a potential listener out there. Um, um, not are you trying to find a, that's, that's not the right Are you trying term, to find a but, uh, uh, nice way to say pedantic? No, not pedantic. Oh, uh, okay. Just <laughs> like, like someone who's really... Um, Anyway, never mind. I like was just thinking. I wonder if we have, to be the same. I, I wonder if we have a listener out there who's actually tracking. Like, <laughs> is Chris saying as always, or once again, I, or some I, uh, whatever else I've said I at can some point over the say long. The answer Nobody's is not. Doing probably that. not. No, yeah. they've all got way more. I would way hope they would have problems way more stuff. on their plate. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> way harder. Hey, if you are that listener, think about. if you are that listener, please <laughs> let, let me know. You don't have to. Don't you have to? Send it to anybody else. Chris, just, just Chris let me know. would like a spreadsheet so. of all the different ways he has introduced it. For those not watching on video, they may have recognized a laugh that is not a common sounding laugh on that one. This is true. Because I mean, we it have doesn't a sound like a dolphin, like you always accuse my laugh of sounding like. Uh, I, think, I think accurately observe is different than accuse. <laughs> Hey, there are worse laughs, Kayla. We could talk Thank about you. that off off yes. episode. No, she's got a great <laughs> laugh. It just sounds like a dolphin. I'm so uh, I'm so um, self conscious about my laugh. Ever since he told me I sound like a dolphin, I'm like, I don't want to just sound forget like about a dolphin. It. You you, you I mean, do you, Kayla. You laugh like you want to laugh. Everybody okay. loves dolphins. They're like the, they're like there's not true. a single person on the planet who's mad at dolphins. <laughs> well, the sharks. The sharks don't like the dolphins. Well, I did say I mean, people, they, though, just to qualify. Okay. That's okay. true. Okay, sorry. My Speaking dolphin laugh aside, there's a person here with us. <laughs> and that would be Allison Heighton. Hi, Allison. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hello. We're Yay. so glad you're here. It's so good to be here. It's been a long <laughs> time since I've been on your podcast. I know. That is like true. Years, I think. Like three yeah, years? It was like well. four, yeah, four, it was like maybe... I think Italy, it was like in 2017. Yeah. 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 It was past. It's past. Yeah. It's past February. Well, technology has improved because now you can do this from your home up in the Northeast <laughs> yeah. and don't have to be around our dining room table. So that's a That's plus. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so fun. Uh, I thought it would be nice to have Allison on to lend uh, an additional perspective as a mom working with ad- adoptive and foster kids because uh, we are recording this uh, the week before Mother's Day in 2021. Mm-hmm. And Mother's Day is an interesting interesting day 
for our families such as ours. And so I thought getting a mom's perspective from two moms would be very helpful to a lot of our listeners out there, some of whom are going to be dealing with the same types of big emotions and feelings that sometimes go unexpressed uh, and other times are very much expressed uh, from our mm. kids. Yeah. So but where would that we was like to begin? Because that's a rather deep well that we could go down. I was going to say, well, I, I mean, we could talk for like an hour on this, just <laughs> on on all the feelings that go along with with motherhood, but especially when it's surrounding Mother's Day, because there's just so much emphasis. And, you know, our kids can't go anywhere without talk of mothers and, oh, you should do this for your mom. You know, it's like they go to school and it's like, here's this project for your mom and here's this thing for your mom and here's this. It's like they're bombarded with this and nobody ever really realizes how much that could be triggering for our kids or how much that could really bring up these feelings that they're not sure what to do with. And they definitely don't want to talk about it with like just some random person that says, Oh, don't you want to get something for your mom? You know? Um, so, but don't, it's, don't it's you want to just glue, loaded, you know, don't you want to glue some pasta on a piece of paper for me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love all those cute little crafts with like hand prints and all that, but it's just, it's so much more than that. You know, I mean, it's so much more, complicated when you have kids who mm. were not their first mom, you know, we're, um, for some of them, they've had multiple moms along the way, if they were in foster care, or, you know, I mean, there's just, it's just such a loaded, a loaded time of year. It's like, as a mom, I, I selfishly, I want to, it just to be about me. Um, but then I also see my kids and I see their, their big feelings and their, the complicated emotions that surround it. And I, I realize it's not just about me. I don't get to just have well, that. Kayla, be, 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 before you guys dive a little, a little deeper into that, because Chris kind of threw it out there and said, um, you know, that that's like a really broad thing. Where, where do we get started? Um, and I was going to jokingly say, boy, that was the nicest Ryan mute your microphone I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but but before I, before I, I do kind of just sit back and 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 listen to you guys, I just wanted to say this. Um, you know, again, I've I've never been a mom. I don't know what that particular emotional spectrum looks like or feels like, and we'll never understand that because we'll never actually have that experience. I can be as empathetic as I want to, but I'll never never you know understand that from a first person perspective. But I will tell you, as somebody who dearly loves the mother of his children, to watch that day, um, because because the tears are tears of joy and tears of sadness, and, and watching you, you know, enjoy being celebrated and enjoy being honored while still grieving, and it's a hard day for the kids. Um, sometimes they'll 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 force their emotions to be to be pleasant and and and, and you know repress the, what they're feeling. And I had a lesson in this a couple of year, uh, a few years ago, because in, invariably, when the kids were younger, Mother's Day particularly was not a great day in terms of behavior. Um, as as a lot of moms listening right now are like, mm-hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and, and nodding along yeah. to that. And then I once pointed that out to, to our oldest son, who's now 18. He may have been maybe 14 at the time. 
and he and he and he turned around and he like yelled at me across the kitchen. I'll never forget it. He said, "What don't you understand that today is hard for me too?" Yeah. Like, and he's and he's not usually that direct um, or, or bold, you know, in response and stuff. And it was a real education for me. And so, so you know, as somebody that 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 watches the difficulty of the day for my wife and my children, and and who feels powerless to help on the day which is which is the hard part for the dads right because if um like if you're like me think like well there ain't a problem i can't fix you know um to, to just to just to just watch that day so those are kind of my thoughts that i just wanted to 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 to, to share and then just, just would love to kind of hear the reality of what that looks like from you guys yeah i think um i think it's changed over the years for for at our house you know it's like like you said, babe, when, when they were younger, it was a lot of big behaviors, you know, it was a lot of, um, and I think it was just the lead up to mother's day, all those things we were talking about with the, the, just the commercialization and the, you know, every commercial you see on TV and every store you walk into and every place you go. And I think all that lead up would lead to these like really big behaviors on Mother's Day and you know and you would be like trying to make it a nice day for me and so you're trying to make it a nice day and so then you're trying to like you know maybe maybe come down a little harder on the kids than you might normally because you're like I want this to be a good day for your mother you know like I, I'm, I'm really trying hard because you want that to be your gift to me and and it was just like this whole big explosion of emotions because you want to fix it i want it to be nice the kids don't even know what to do with their feelings um but i think as they've gotten older they're better now at processing and being able to talk about it you know and being able to to share that it's hard or the things that are hard, even if it is just, you know, yelling about it, you know, sometimes that's just how emotions come out. But I think, um, I think it's just changed over time what about you, Allison. Um, I was going to say, cause my, I've got five kids, my older three are biological. So it's a little different for me because my older ones who sort of lead the way, are bio kids that I have a little different scenario. My adopted kids both came home when they were two years old. Um, they don't have a ton of memories from before that, uh, but they do both talk about I'm their mom, but they also have a birth mom and they, you know, use different mm -hmm. lingo like that. But um, I think on the day they're not so bad about it, but it'll often lead to those late night conversations where mm -hmm. ready to go to bed, mom's exhausted. And it's, how can I find my birth mom? Mm. Uh, what? How am I gonna, <laughs> uh, my kids are from China where, you know, the children have no record of family. So I, I don't have mm. the option to find them even through hiring an investigator and all that. I've never been able to track them. DNA testing have gotten us nowhere. So um, so it usually comes on a different day, but what you were saying about Ryan trying to make the day nice for you, we've had similar mm -hmm. situations here. Mm -hmm. Dad's trying to do everything, you know, when we're all together, ultimately somebody has a meltdown or somebody gets upset. Mm -hmm. It happens. Yeah. What? But the conversations for us tend to come at a different time and always late at night when mom's tired. 
Yes. And usually, you know, like you're laying in bed, just you're laying next to them, just wanting them to fall asleep. And you're like, no, no, now's not the time for deep conversations. Now's the time for counting sheep. (laughs) It is always the time for death. Well, because you, you don't have the emo- emotional bandwidth, nor, I mean, if you're like me, at the, in the wee hours after a long, and on top of it, especially if those conversations happen on, on you know, the night, Mother's Day night, mm-hmm. you're, you, it's been an emotional day, you're really emotionally tired, yeah. you're intellectually tired, and now it's like, mum, in three words, in three minutes, could you explain Einstein's theory of relativity <laughs> to me? And oh, it's like, it, it, feel, yeah. it feels like that kind of a question. You know? Yeah, it does. Yes. So yeah, I've got to ask Chris. Sure. I want to ask Chris a question here because I have I have been ratted out by my wife. Our dear friend Russell Hyten has been ratted out by his <laughs> wife. Chris, you're going to have to self-confess here. Uh, do you are you going to be the complete the trifecta here of dads who through grit teeth go we're making this a wonderful day for your mother <laughs> maybe and i say that because mother's day has an added twist at our house because uh my wife lost her mother um mm-hmm. 9 months after our oldest son was born mm-hmm. on mother's day of that oh. year Oh, that's, yeah, definitely hard. So this is a rough holiday, even without Eddie did, uh, you know, adoption aspects to it. So, you know, we we acknowledge the day. We always acknowledge Mm -hmm. the day. Uh, I've already got the cards. Uh, She'll be getting flowers. I can say that because uh, she won't listen to this till after uh, the day happens, (laughs) uh, most likely. and you know we'll, we'll go out probably to our our normal uh, brunch place that we try to go to every weekend um, that she absolutely loves the coffee and the French toast at. And mm. other than that, you know, it, we've got hockey uh, that day. We've got uh, I think we're swimming that day. That you know, there's yeah. stuff going on. Uh, yeah. The the rest of the activities of the household don't really stop. Um, but uh, you know there there are those times when I can tell she needs her space. And she just needs a little alone mm-hmm. time because, you know, it's, it's a rough day for her, too, because yeah. of that aspect of it, in addition to uh, it being a rough day for our kids. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's definitely that aspect of it's not so much make it a nice day for your mom sometimes, uh, gritting my teeth, as leave your mother alone kind of a thing, <laughs> right? Because... Yeah, I yeah. can get behind that. Leave your mother alone. <laughs> she needs a break. Can we have like a Mother's Day where like mothers take a break day? Like, like you don't need to celebrate. It's just send us away. Right. Thing. Right. What, like yeah, I don't want to go out to lunch. I Not baby stay off. Mommy stay off. Yes. <laughs> well, okay, yes. So 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 this is how it's morphed over the years in our house because you know you're supposed to. I think you're supposed to get the kids up early and then go make mom. Uh, bacon mm. and eggs and toast and, and bring in the tray and the bed and stuff. Well, um, you know, like Kayla, well, Allison doesn't either, nor, nor do Kayla and I. Like we're like we don't we're not breakfast eaters, right? We, we break break the fast with lunch. So yeah. so there's that. So so mom would like you know force down the not force down the eggs, but eat them <laughs> um, just to please the yes. children. And then I'm like, you know what, guys? Early. Do you know what? Do you know what mom would appreciate more than a couple of fried eggs and a couple of pieces of bacon? Two extra hours of sleep. So, yes. so, uh-huh. so, With her book. <laughs> so I don't like, right. like, like when, so I have a morning routine. 
the alarm clock goes off. I set it for 20 minutes before we need to get up. And then snooze is nine minutes. And so I hit snooze once. I hit snooze a second time. And then <laughs> when it goes over a third time, I slowly sit up. So I'm actually out of bed on time most of the mornings. <laughs> on this morning, though, like I hit, uh, I'll hit off and get out of bed immediately because um, we don't want to disturb her. So we let her sleep Because I don't hear in. it the first time. So good or for the you. second time. <laughs> <laughs> or when I, or, or when I, I shake you, I violently. usually it's only okay hear it when up. he says it's time to wake up. Yeah. Uh, my daughter I, changed go- my alarm clock too. It's like quacking ducks now. Oh. So yeah, that's really fun. That's <laughs> annoying when you wake up. Time, or the second time, she also doesn't hear it when I grab her ankles, rotate her in the bed, and pull her out of the bed. She's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> uh, by that point, uh, I usually have heard some movement yeah, somewhere. No, also, just just be honest. There are mornings That's that a is gift, our Kayla. Kayla. <laughs> it is a there gift. Are, there are mornings <laughs> when Kayla North gets out of bed because I literally threw the covers off of her, grabbed her ankles, and rotated her around and said, "Babe, you got to sit up." He like he like pulls me out of bed, and I'm like half walk to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah, it's it's terrible. You know, you said it's a gift, Allison. You are not lying because um, you know we've spoken about the sleep issues at our house before on the show. Uh, and we've had a really great run of it for a while, except the last week, our youngest has been waking up at like three o'clock in the morning and she did like three nights in a row. She didn't last night. She slept through the night. And so she comes yeah. and knocks on the door and it's usually um, like she'll wake up for some reason, like she might need the bathroom or she'd have a dream or whatever. But then it starts to stress her out that she's awake in the middle of the night in the dark, quiet house, right? And so she comes knocking on our door in distress. I'm like, okay, baby, come in here. And she's like, okay, so she's going to like make a pallet on the floor or curl up in the chair on the corner. And uh, the other night I said, let daddy give you a hug. Come here, let me console you so you can settle, you know, calm you, help you calm. Well, I'm half awake, so I fall asleep in the middle of the bed between Kayla and our (laughs) eight-year-old and then wake up when the alarm clock goes off and Kayla's like, why are you laying so close to me? I'm like, there's another human in here. And she's like, when did she get you? Had no idea she was there. Yep. never wakes up. It is a gift. <laughs> hey, speaking about gifts, you said leave your mom alone. And we'll do this to the, my wife's great credit that years ago, she started a tradition here at our home. And she said, "You, my gift to you this Father's Day is I will be in charge of parenting the children until they go to bed tonight. Yes. I was like, oh, bless you. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is nice, Kayla. I know. So he tries to do that on Mother's Day also, which is nice. Um, but I, nice. I think what I've done over the years, too, is I've really lowered my expectations of what that day is going to be like. You know, I think mm. when when I first became a mom, you know, I had a, a tiny baby. And, you know, so Ryan planned whatever we were doing. And I kind of was you know, like, oh, this is Mother's Day is going to be just this fabulous day of being celebrated all day. And it'll just be fabulous and wonderful. And, and over the years, I've just kind of been like, dreams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, I can come into the day thinking, oh, my gosh, it's going to be just this amazing, wonderful day, or I can come into the day going, it's, it's another day, you know, yeah. if my kids, uh, you know, do something or say something sweet or kind, or they make me a card, or they think about, you know, getting me a gift or something like that, then, okay, that's wonderful. I love it, you know, mm-hmm. but if my expectations are appropriate, then I can, I can meet that day a lot easier. I'm not disappointed at the end of it that it wasn't this amazing, extravagant celebration, you know, oh, but yeah. it was just, it was a day, you know, and everybody, like, 
sure, do I want to be celebrated? Do I, uh, do I like being appreciated? But I also get that this day is, is really complicated, you know, and Mm -hmm. I think I can feel grateful to be a mom. I can feel thankful that I have, you know, my kids are healthy and my kids are, um, you know, doing relatively well, you know, considering, um, the histories that some of them have, they're doing really well. And so I can be grateful and thankful for that. And at the same time, recognize that they have trauma that makes it a little harder for them to, you know, I mean, I have kids that I can count on one hand, how many times they've said, I love you to me. And we're an, I love you kind of family, you know, Yeah. but it's hard for them. And it's, that's Mm. just a hard thing. Um, and I could be disappointed and sad that they don't ever tell me I love you, or I could recognize that that's just really hard. And I know Mm -hmm. they love me because I know they, they show me that they love me. Um, but I know, you know, some of our listeners don't even feel that, you know, some of our listeners, you know, their kids don't say, I love you. They don't show you, they don't act grateful for anything you do for them. Um, and so that makes, I think it, sometimes it just heaps on you on mother's day because you see all these other moms, you know, going on social media, look what my children did for me and all this stuff. I mean, just stay off social media. Seriously. Stay, <laughs> stay off social yes, media. Please just, stay off social media. Just except, don't go on Pinterest. To, no, you stay off social media, but do visit our Facebook page and the podcast group <laughs> on both Instagram and Facebook. It's too hard to avoid everything else. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize that you meant Mother's Day. I just thought you meant uh, yes, in general. <laughs> I just mean on Mother's Day because it's just like you, if you can set your expectations of this is what this day is going to look like. And yeah. then you go on social media and you're like, why doesn't my day look like that? Like mm-hmm. those kids did what they, you know, no, they came up with that really all on their like own. That. I know it. That's exactly right. And I was talking to another mom today about that same thing. You know, we were talking about just not, um, you know, having, when you have kids that have like big behaviors and real challenges, mm-hmm. if you don't have other friends that you know are in that same boat, then you can look at everybody around you and think, well, their life just looks so wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, and they may very well just be not talking about it because they don't want you to think their life isn't so wonderful, you know? I mean, yep. but I think, yeah, staying off social media. Hey friends, this is Dallas, your Empowered Parent Podcast producer. I wanted to tell you about our Patreon page and how you can become a Patreon subscriber. If you go to patreon.com slash empoweredparent, You can sign up to support our podcast starting at just $5 a month. You'll gain access to our exclusive Facebook group only for patrons. There's also other levels where you can get access to exclusive audio content and guest interviews, recorded classes, monthly Q&As to answer your questions, and also personal parent coaching where you can share some struggles you may be having and brainstorm ideas and get some resources to really help your family. We so appreciate you listening. And we would love your support for the podcast and to become a part of our Patreon family of listeners. To sign up, visit patreon.com slash empowered parent. So Kayla, your expectations, if I can just summarize, as, as, as the dad who's got to run the crew on Sunday, mm-hmm. is to sleep in a little late. Would love that. You don't have to cook lunch. You don't have to clean yes. dishes. Okay. Yes. Allison, what are your expectations for Mother's Day? <laughs> 
Wow. Just in case, like, like you know, we could like, give some inside information to your husband and kids. <laughs> I love to go to church as a family on Mother's Day, and I know we live in a COVID world right now, but our church is open. My daughter is singing, so I'll be excited Yay. to actually be there for all services this weekend. Um, but yeah, not doing all the chores would be really, really mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Can you all clean up after yourself? We, you know, my mom's still alive. She lives with us and my mother-in-law is still around. And so we do a lot of hosting on Mother's Day. So mm-hmm. that in itself is a lot of work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. When you're hosting. So I try to like plan a meal that my husband can cook. So I don't have to do it all. So if yep. it's grill related, perhaps that's what's happening this weekend. I don't have to do a lot of work. <laughs> so yes. that's my expectations awesome. really. Um yeah. I think, I think that's good. Right. I mean, if we, if we can keep them in just that, like, Hey, we're going to have a meltdown. There's going to be a kid that melts down about something. It's not personal. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's not personal at all. It's just, they're struggling with something, you know, there's going to be mm-hmm. a fight between siblings. You know, I used or to always cousins. tell my kids, yep. yes. I used to always tell my kids like, I just want you to get along for Mother's Day. Like, that's the gift I want is for you guys to yes. not fight and not argue and just get along. You it make me happens. feel like a bad mom. That's I what I said this week. <laughs> that was bad. I had to go back and apologize for that. <laughs> Joining us for this impromptu uh, episode of Rupture Repair, the great Allison Hyde. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm just being honest here. Uh, no, no, I, I, not no, every like day is said. great. Well, we homeschool, right? So they never leave us. They're yes. here all day, all the time. Teacher, <laughs> mom, time. counselor. Oh, yeah, man. L- <laughs> listen, just to be clear, I wasn't pushing back in your honesty. I was celebrating it. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Brian. But, but because you also said, I went back and apologized. Yeah. Yes. And, and we talk yes. about that a lot as uh, this group. I'm getting here. better at that. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard though, because when we have those like big feelings, at, like ourself or those doubts about our own like capabilities, mm-hmm. yes. and then we like want our kids to realize how much, how how bad we feel about something, but it doesn't always. Um, sometimes it comes out as, "Let me make you responsible for my feelings, so I don't have to be responsible for them." Mm-hmm. And Ooh. as soon Ooh. as it does, I go. Ooh. Okay, I should not have done that. I don't, yeah. you, you can't be responsible for my feelings. I get to be no. responsible all by myself. Yes. If I'm feeling okay. disappointed, it's not because of my children. If I'm feeling disappointed, it's because my own expectations were not set appropriately. Um, exactly. You know, and I can't, I can't give my kids that responsibility. I just need Listen. you to sit on my shoulder, Kayla, all day and just like repeat <laughs> all these things. You just like follow me around. <laughs> Kayla need- is a very diminutive person. She could sit on your shoulder. I, I'm like, I, I need to tell myself these things because it's, that's, that's probably one of the things I struggle with the most is that when I have mm. those big feelings is that I want, I want somebody else to take them for me. And so sometimes it becomes my children or my husband or whoever happens to be around. I'm like, okay. can you just take those for me? Hey, um, listen, um, you actually, t- I heard you tell somebody this today. Um, that one of the things about doing the podcast is that you'll say stuff 
and I'll go. And now we have a recorded version of that. So when you said, <laughs> I just need to tell myself that, you literally just told yourself that you can listen to this episode of the podcast. I can listen to myself, tell myself. I mean, that's so not weird we'll just at clip all. That's, like, mommy, we'll just what are you that. listening to? <laughs> Me? I'm listening to myself. <laughs> Yeah. I'm listening to words of wisdom. From who? Yes. From me. Well, from me. Just you telling must, myself, no, hey, you know. It's comrades. easy for us. It's really easy for us to say it to other people, but Absolutely. the emotional involvement of ourselves is harder to apply. So Absolutely. other moms out there, you are not alone when you uh, are emotional and it's not Can easy they- to keep it all together. Yeah, well, listen, uh, sure. another context of this, of this conversation is specifically Mother's Day and really we're just trying to be honest about all that 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 day entails but but you said something Kayla that that we're going to have to get Alison Hyten to come back and and agree to be a, be a fourth person in the episode because she was here when it started and this is this idea of I can't make my children and and to some degree my spouse, but mostly the context, what you said was my children responsible for my emotions. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh, I think that is uh, like, like on, on the big board. On <laughs> well, but like on the big board of ideas, we don't have that written down as an episode. And I think that mm-hmm. that is really something important. I think that's something that you've, um, in, in, you know, probably the last year or so, it, I don't know the exact timeline, but, but in recent time have really come to terms with and have really made a, a bigger effort, uh, about that now, I'm gonna tell you as your husband this, and this, I mean, this is you hearing for the first time. So if this goes poorly. Um, <laughs> remember, it was Chris Turner who said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we have a well, recording of it. I'll Allison. know exactly who said it. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the man under the bus. Okay. What but are here, friends but here's for? the thing. <laughs> you th- you thank you, Chris. We got to carry each other, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard you singing Lean on Me in my ear. Um, no, here's the thing. Here's the truth about it. Sing it out loud. Here's the truth about it. Sorry. Okay, no, it's fine. I think that I think that you cut that off appropriately. We don't owe anybody like 17 cents in royalties because you didn't say enough of it. Uh, but, here, but here's the truth of the matter. As as as. I, I'm a pretty observant person. I'm, I'm super fascinated by human behavior, why people do things, the things they do, why they do them the way they do. I think that's why, to some degree, I gravitated towards the, to, towards this stuff because it involves some psychology and stuff and things like, like that, right? But as, as your husband, I will tell you, as you have come to terms with, with the reality that one of the things that people do is they make other people responsible for their emotions. And you've come to understand that that's not the way it should be. And that's not fair to the people around you and have taken more responsibility for your emotions. You've become better at apologizing. Mm. Uh, and I know we've talked about that before. It's not a secret on the show. If you've taken yeah. our build class, we talk about this ad nauseum, uh, not ad nauseum, but to, to, to some degree, a whole week. How, how, <laughs> Well, but, but how you how you confess how, like uh, apologizing is something that's been, been traditionally very hard for you, and I was yeah. just thinking about that that today. Um, my wife and I had some minor conflict th- this afternoon, and and it's it doesn't happen frequently, and you know it doesn't, it really doesn't anymore. Um, but I saw you look there, Turner. It really doesn't anymore happen very <laughs> very much, but it happened today. And I was working upstairs. She's working at the dining room table. And about ten minutes after it happened, she came upstairs with a cup of tea, put it down on the ta- on the desk, and said. 
Hey, I'm really sorry for the way that I responded to you. Five years ago, that conversation would not have happened. And, and, and the two, because what you did today is you said, I'm not making you responsible for my emotions. I'm going to take responsible, mm -hmm. responsibility for them. And I think that um, that goes along with the other thing that, that I want to tell the two of you, um, that, that I appreciate your maturity, both of you, because of the day designed on the calendar, that you that you're supposed to be celebrated and get other than your wedding day get to be the princess for the day both of you have said the day doesn't have to be about me and i, and yeah. I think that that's that's a level of maturity that 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 i hope that that most adults can can aspire to mm. thanks babe so guys i know we're running a little longer already than normal but i think there's just one item we really need to touch on for our moms out there and for the dads who are going to be uh, helping field these big emotions coming from our kids, what are some strategies that our parents could perhaps uh, put into place maybe ahead of time? Um, not to diminish those big feelings or those big emotions from our kids, but I guess to help everyone in the household perhaps get a better handle on them when they're inevitably going to flare up on a day like mm. Mother's Day? Yeah, one thing I was thinking was to keep it simple, right? Because mm -hmm. if you try to do something more than your kids can handle, it's just setting us all up for disaster, yeah. right? So for dads and moms out there, if you expect to go to a fancy restaurant, you have wiggly kids, that's a disaster. That mm -hmm. is really hard for us because my husband's expectations is everybody sits at the table, well, my littles and my teenage son, they don't sit. So yeah. that's a disaster. So you know what I like to do on Mother's Day? I like to go for a hike. Everybody runs in the woods and they climb things and get dirty and fall in rivers. And that's just great because yeah. everybody's happy and mommy got a moment in nature. That is one of my favorite things to do on Mother's Day. So wow. keeping it simple. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the simpler, the better because... Well, first, there's less room for things to go completely crazy if it's pretty mm -hmm. simple. You know, if you've got these big elaborate plans, then something is sure to fail. Something is mm -hmm. sure to not go the way you want. But also to do something that your family enjoys doing together. So because, again, we're not we're not necessarily we're going to set our expectations appropriately and it's not going to be all about me necessarily what I like, like what makes my heart happy is to have my family all together doing stuff together versus everybody just going their separate ways and kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, one's on a game here and one's doing a craft project here or whatever. So like our family loves to play games together. And so we can laugh hysterically and just have fun. And so, and we don't do it enough because it takes time and you know and it's got you got to get everybody together so I think you know anything that we can do to laugh and have fun together is going to mitigate some of those big emotions that are inevitably mm -hmm. going to happen now that's not going to be every family is not like that because I know some families are like we can't play games because this person gets mad and this person gets mad and and it just goes mm -hmm. downhill but our family's pretty you know games is something that we we like to do we couldn't always when when they were younger yeah. we definitely couldn't play games but now that they've gotten older it's it's more of a 
of a fun thing. But then also I think my other thought from that question is, is when those big emotions come up to lean into them Mm. and to, and to not try and shut the emotions down, but instead just lean into that and say, you know, this is a really, this is a really tough day. And they may not want to talk about their biological family. Like they may not want you to say, well, this is a really tough day because you're thinking about your birth mom. And they may go, no, Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But just recognizing and leaning in and, and, you know, reflecting what feelings you think may be happening. You're feeling really disappointed that we didn't get to do something. You're feeling really um, frustrated that your sister did this or just, just being extra cautious and extra careful to um, recognize the feelings and lean into them versus trying to shut them down because you want it to be a nice day. Um, And same for dads too, because I think dads, you know, can kind of, like we said earlier, they want to fix it and make it nice for mom. And so they can tend to like shut down big emotions really fast because they don't want those big emotions to turn into crazy. Um, But I think what our kids really need is for us to, to not shut them down, but to lean into them. Yeah. So, so while, while you ladies were talking, I was furiously writing notes here because um, as Allison was talking, and Kayla, I missed a few things you said because I was writing down what, what Allison said. If I missed anything, please just fill in the blanks here. But Allison said, like literally she gave five, she gave five tips when she said, keep it simple. Mm. Number one, keep it simple. Number two, get them moving. Mm-hmm. Right. Number three, set appropriate expectations. Number four, be flexible and creative, which in our class is the number one tool we tell parents to, to, to mm-hmm. embrace. Be flexible and creative. And then number five, she said, I find joy in being with my family. And so mm-hmm. like you, you, like you choose, that's what you mean. You, you choose joy, right? You can say, yes. I will choose joy today. So you yes. gave five, five tips over there that I heard in that. And so I want to make sure wow. everybody, everybody got that. Uh, then Kayla added a, be sure to acknowledge their feelings. Like yeah. we don't want to pretend like it's not hard for them because the kids do feel seen and heard. And for kids who one of one of one of the issues they may be facing is feeling like nobody sees them, mm-hmm. that is such a beautiful thing. Like don't avoid the difficult. And then um, the other thing she said is play together, mm-hmm. right? And so there were seven tips that I quickly wrote down while you two ladies were speaking. And I don't know if I missed any in what you said, Kayla. I felt like you reiterated some of the things that Allison said and then added uh, this few at the end over there. But those are seven tips. We'll write them down somewhere and put them out. That's impressive. Like. You pulled a lot out of like two minutes very, of conversation. Yeah. I'm really, I'm very I'm impressed. impressed, Ryan. Yes, oh, thank you too. very much. Did I miss anything? Uh, I don't think so. I don't well, think so. Seven's that a good, seems pretty a good, comprehensive. And seven's a good, a good number. So yeah, it is a good number. It's good enough for for so. for George Best. It's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always a sports analogy. Only long time. A long time. Only long-term mm-hmm. Manchester United fans will smile at that. <laughs> and everyone else will just roll their eyes. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're superimposing your experience on it. No, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> I think you rolled your eyes. If I want to get Chris Perhaps to not roll literally, but in my heart I was. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. In my heart I was rolling my eyes. Okay. Mm, goodness. <laughs> You better take control of this thing, Turner. It's okay. about to turn into sports talk. 
<laughs> and I don't think the ladies are. are Nobody let wants that. that. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> it's a Mother's I'm Day out. episode. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, can I tell uh, Dad, oh, dear. don't spend all day watching sports. <laughs> Be no, attentive no, don't to do your that. bride. Yeah. Yes, like, like, look, I promise you, idea. if you just don't engage sports on Mother's Day, your wife will think, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> he gets that it bothers me that he watches sports all the time. <laughs> yeah, I get out of that because my wife will be watching her child play sports that day. So. Yeah. Oh, Clever. there you go. Clever. That's good. There you go. Pick Sunday afternoon sports for your kids. <laughs> so mom, mom has, to, has to do it. Well, everyone, as always, I'm sure there are lots of questions that may have arisen in, in your mind as you listen to this episode. Please feel free to email those to us at info at onebighappyhome.com. We also have a Facebook group for our podcast listeners. You can search for the Empowered Parent Podcast community and get plenty of feedback there from, what is it now, Kayla? There's couple thousand people in this facebook yeah group. i think we're right around two thousand in that group so it's it's grown rather large so you will you will be in in good company of like-minded uh, parents who are in the trenches just like you are uh, feel free to you know get their feedback as well you could subscribe to our podcast uh, on apple Podcasts, google play well it's not google play it's google podcast now too i believe yeah <laughs> everybody's pod it's like yeah, everybody's podcast yep <laughs> Plus podcast. Well, except for Spotify. It's still just Spotify. Um, <laughs> just search for the Empowered Podcast, Empowered Parent Podcast. You can find <laughs> us in any of those uh, videos. If you've enjoyed and gotten value from the show, we would love a review in any of those locations. As always, the Empowered Parent Podcast is committed to helping parents of foster and adopted kids through connecting, correcting, and empowering principles. Thanks for listening. <laughs>